Leadership is a learned skill. Welcome to episode number 10. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the one thing that I preach about the most, both to my clients, to my community, to anybody who will listen. Do not, I beg you, do not wait until your performance review to have a professional development conversation with your boss. Listen on to figure out why and what you can do differently. Welcome to Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer, a podcast about achieving your career goals while also being yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 10 of Maximize Your Career. I am your host, Stacey Mayer. And I know it's only episode number 10, but to me, that feels like a huge deal. I remember when my nephew turned 10 years old and I danced around the room being like double digits, double digits. So I am super excited that we are in double digits. And I am really grateful to have you here with me today. So before we get started, I have a little celebration. So as you may or may not know, I am on a mission to get a thousand managers promoted into leadership positions each year worldwide. And last week, a former private coaching client shot me an instant message to celebrate that she was just offered a CFO position at her company. Yay! Super duper excited. One more person in the C-suite. And when we started working together just 10 months ago, she was a senior director of finance. She had long-term aspirations. She could admit to me, yeah, the C-suite sounds fine someday, but this was like really far in the future, like three to five years out. Well, that someday came faster than even she expected, and I couldn't be more excited for her. Now, on today's episode, we are going to talk about something that is a little bit of a touchy subject with some people, but I feel so strongly about it, and I feel so compelled to just like get on my soapbox and scream it from the rooftops that I just needed to create this episode about this. But here's the deal. It is inarguably a terrible idea to wait for your performance review to request a promotion. This is such a bad idea that I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes (laughs) telling you why it's such a bad idea. And I'm also going to tell you what you can do instead. So imagine if you got booked to do a TED Talk. Well, this is like my dream, right? So I want to give a TED Talk someday. It's something that I've always thought about. And it's like, it's so close, I can taste it. So imagine that you want to get a TED Talk. And let's say that talk is about two months from now. And instead of practicing for your talk, you get back to work, your head down in your work, you get busy, you keep doing what you're doing, you show up at work, you put out fires, you answer emails in the middle of the night. And then you wake up the next day and you do it all over again. But while you're doing all this stuff, you're secretly hoping that the TED people will just 
write your TED Talk for you, that they'll just miraculously write the speech. So they'll notice that your hard work and, and all of this stuff, this really great work that you're doing at work, and they'll just put it all into a speech for you. So that two months later, when it's finally time to present this big speech without writing a single word yourself, you walk onto the stage with a perfectly crafted Without, now, this is without doing any work whatsoever. Somebody else does this all for you. They create this perfectly crafted speech and they memorize it for you. And so that you just get up in front of the whole audience and they're moved to tears just like that. Isn't that amazing? You wouldn't do that. <laughs> This is like one of those reverse stories, right? You would never expect somebody else to write your speech for you while you were just head down in the weeds getting your work done. But this is exactly what we're doing by waiting until our performance review to talk to our boss about getting a promotion. Do you see the connection here? You're waiting to have your hard work rewarded once a year at promotion time, but you're not spending the time doing the speech, becoming an influencer, having these higher level conversations with your boss, with the leadership team, with your peers all along the way, all of those little things that you're, you need to do along the way. I have clients who reach out to me in tears usually towards the beginning of our coaching relationship, because after working with me for a while, they won't let these mistakes happen, like waiting for their performance review to talk about getting a promotion. But let me just give you a couple of examples. So I had a client who was a vice president who called me in tears, saying they hired someone from the outside into the position that I have always wanted. I immediately asked her, did you tell anyone that you always wanted that position? Well, no. Okay, then how did you expect to get it? Well, 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 they should have known. See, this is what's going on in your head. They should just know that, of course, you want a promotion, but she didn't actually do anything to tell anybody about it. Or had another client who was super bummed that she just received highly effective on her performance review. She even got the highest pay increase and her boss thought this was great. Oh, I'm giving you this huge pay increase. This is higher than average, but we won't be changing your title at all. And she was so upset. She was, her voice was shaking when she was called, called me and she couldn't believe it. And then and then later on, we turned it into a joke. So I said, you know, are you acting highly effective right now? Because she was so annoyed, not only frustrated that this was the recognition that she got in the end, but then she realized in that moment that she didn't do anything to advocate for herself ahead of time. So it was almost too late to then say, oh, well, what will I need to do to get promoted? Well, that's going to happen next year. And I have another client who I just started working with her and she had her performance review coming up in two weeks. And after her performance review, we had our session scheduled and she said, I have some bad news. And she was disappointed that she didn't receive any title change at her performance review. 
And see, the funny thing about her is just three months prior, she had received a responsibility change. And she was very excited about that at the time. So she didn't even think about advocating for herself and asking for a promotion at that time. Plus, she knew her performance review was coming up in three months. And so she hoped that she would just be compensated at that time because she had the responsibility increase. So I told her with love, I said, now I'm not saying this to make you feel bad, but here's the deal. So if you had hired me three months ago and you received this responsibility change, the first thing, now this is because I'm looking out for you, right? I have your best interest. If you're a private coaching client of mine, I am looking at all angles. And I know when opportunities present themselves and when you need to strike when the iron's hot. And so I said to her, if you were my client three months ago, and you received this responsibility increase, I would have at least explored the possibilities of getting a title bump then. So now you've had three months of talking to your boss and telling them that you have an expectation of getting a promotion and that you're doing all the right things along the way. So then when or if your performance review comes around, your boss is going to have more information for you as to why you didn't receive the title change. But as it was, this was the first time that she had brought it up. So I tell each of you these stories not to see the hardships that hardworking, head-down managers go through, but to see that the problem with every single one of them was simply caused because they waited until their performance review to advocate for themselves. In all three of these cases, It wasn't because they weren't great at their job. It wasn't because they weren't amazing managers. It wasn't because they failed at some project. The only thing they did not do is advocate for themselves before performance review time. And let's say you do get a promotion at review time. That's amazing. That's awesome. But that still doesn't teach you how to be in the driver's seat. So it's not a guarantee that it's going to happen again. Now, I'm not saying that if you do these simple steps, then you'll be guaranteed a promotion at performance review time. But what I'm saying is that your chances will be greater. You will have a stronger conversation at performance review time, and you'll actually know what to do next. Now, I told you, I warned you, I'm on my soapbox in this episode. So here's just in case this hasn't been set in stone in your brain and you don't understand it yet, here are even a few more reasons why waiting until your performance review is such a bad idea. Number one, you don't know what you don't know. Nine times out of 10, managers hear something in their performance review that they wish they had known sooner. You'll receive feedback that you need to get more in front of the leadership team or that you need to speak up more in meetings. Well, if you had known that sooner, you could have started doing it. And now at performance review time, you're having a deeper level conversation 
So you could say to your boss, oh, I did these three things. Is that what you mean? Is that, am I still on the right path? Or actually that would have happened even before, before your performance review. So you're bringing these things up so that you're really saying, I'm taking this promotion path very, very seriously. And I, I know what it's like to get promoted. I know what's expected of me. I know what the next level of leadership is expected. And so now you're having an even deeper level conversation at performance review time. Number two, this is the other reason it's a bad idea to wait until performance review time. There is too much competition. So oftentimes my managers receive the feedback that there are a lot of senior managers right now in line for promotion, or we only have opportunities for so many directors, or the budget says that we're not going to be able to give um, promotions until February, or we have to put a hold on it. And while some of this might be true, it's another reason that you have to advocate for yourself sooner You want to be seen as an island of one. You don't want to be seen as just another senior manager. So you don't want to be lumped into this category of, well, we have a lot of senior managers right now, and of course they all want to be promoted. You want to be a unique, you are a unique snowflake, right? But in the best possible way, you want to be a unique leader that they would have no choice but to promote you. You're not just another senior manager. And your boss, you want your boss to risk losing you, not because you give them an ultimatum or you tell them you're going to leave, but because you're so valuable. And number three, too many other things are going on. So think about it. Your performance review time is usually split up into two things. And if you're lucky, it's split up into two things. So sometimes it's just about performance and that's all they talk about. Like, did you hit your deadlines? Did you manage your team effectively? Did you do, you know, complete certain projects? Did you make a certain amount of money for the company? And if you're lucky, your company also has a promotability conversation with you at this time. But some companies don't even do that. So that's part of this too, is if you don't even have this conversation with them, even at performance review time, then you're even doubly screwed. But the reason that so much of the conversation, whether you have both or not, is focused on performance versus promotability is because it's quantifiable. And so what you want to do by talking about your um, professional development goals ahead of time is you're giving your boss a quantifiable way to talk about your promotion, to say, okay, I tried these things, or okay, you tried these things, and this is working, and I'm hearing this, and I'm, I'm noticing this. And so now you're having a higher, deeper level conversation. You just want to be left with actual direction. You want to have a place to go and you want to be able to cut it off at the pass. You don't want to wait a whole year only to receive information that you need to wait a whole nother year and then wait a whole nother year. Oh my gosh, it makes me dizzy just thinking about it. So these are all the reasons there's 27 more reasons. I feel like why you should not wait to your performance review to advocate for yourself or to ask for a promotion. So you're getting an idea of this, but I want to make sure that I don't just leave you with why you shouldn't do it, but also give you what you should do instead. So if you haven't figured out already, 
I want you to be having regular development conversations with your boss. These are different than performance updates. So if you already have weekly one-on-ones, you need to add an additional meeting. I know so many of you probably have enough meetings on your plate as it is, but I'm asking you to have at least one professional development conversation every single month. Let me say that again. You should be having a professional development conversation with your boss every single month. Now, if this sounds scary or awful or intimidating or impossible, then you really, 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 really need to be having these conversations. And if you are truly at a loss for what to say in these meetings, then I have a PDF for you. These are 20 professional development questions you can ask your boss instead of talking about what tasks you are working on. So this is for my podcast listeners. You can go to stacymayer.com slash questions. That's S-T-A-C-Y-M-A-Y-E-R.com slash questions. And you'll see this list of 20 questions that gives you a lot of fuel um, and a lot of really amazing questions that you can start asking your boss in these professional development conversations. So in addition to asking better questions to your boss, you also have to understand exactly what you want out of your career. You have to get out of reaction mode. You know what I mean? The kind where you wait to be accepted, wait to be promoted, wait until performance review time to tell anybody that you're interested in getting a promotion. And don't make this so hard on yourself. Knowing what you want out of your career could be as simple as picking a title. So just like my client, Diana, she knew that she wanted to be a CFO. Now it was pretty far out, like three to five years. And it just so happened it happened in less than 10 months. But she still knew that that's where she was headed. So if you, if, if nothing else, just claim like, I want to become a senior director someday. Just pick a title and have conversations coming from that place. Or maybe you want your boss's job. Yeah, own it. The next time you meet with your boss to have one of these professional development conversations, which is going to be like before the end of March, right? Because we're doing this once a month then just tell your boss, what would I need to do to have your job someday? And then stop talking. Such an amazing and powerful question. And you know what? You're going to get the answers. Your boss is going to tell you, oh, really? Hmm. Well, you would need to do this and you need to do that and you need to do this. And now you have your work cut out for you over the next few months before performance review time. So you have officially been warned, do not wait until your performance review to have a professional development conversation with your boss. I'm probably going to write five more podcast episodes about this because I believe in it so much. And even just changing this one simple thing can make all the difference as to whether or not you actually do receive the recognition that you deserve. I know you can do it. You are amazing. You are powerful and you are a strong leader. Now get out there and tell people what you want. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.
Before you go, I want to tell you about a very special opportunity to work with me one-on-one as one of my private coaching clients. My coaching program helps talented directors get promoted. I use a methodology that takes talented professionals from being underappreciated, underrecognized, and underpaid to respected rising stars. If this sounds like something that you're interested in learning more about and seeing if my coaching program can help you take your career to the next level, then I invite you to hop on the phone with me for a free discovery call. In this 50-minute call, we will get crystal clear on exactly what is holding you back from success. We will carve a path out so that you'll see what you need to do differently. And then I will tell you if my one-on-one coaching program is a good fit for you. It's risk-free. Sign up at stacymayer.com slash apply. That's S-T-A-C-Y-M-A-Y-E-R dot com slash apply.